0: Hi, gorgeous babes! Welcome to another episode of I Really Love Myself, and we will soon be doing some video-style podcasting here soon, Um, which I'm really excited about that. But we're not quite there yet, so (laughs) I'm getting some things set up behind the scenes. But I was like almost wanting to wait. I'm like, oh, I have like so many things I have to share with you guys, and like so many things I want to record. that are just going to be really helpful and, you know, we all love some good podcasts, so we're rolling with it. If you're new here, my name is Gianna Rackham. I'm a relationship expert of 13 years, which is so crazy. I coach um, feminine women on all things relationships, self-love. The people that come into my world typically, um, you know, are in the process of working on things like anxious dating tendencies, learning healthy attachment and, you know, are really working on embodying their feminine energy not because it's who they have to be, but it's because it's who they really are. And the parts of themselves where they don't embody their feminine energy and lean back and, you know, learn to receive in relationships in life. It's, it's wounding, right? And so a lot of the times the clients, we work on that Um, things like self-love and body image and healthy boundaries and really just breaking generational curses and really going for your full potential in life as a woman in love, right? Where you can have a healthy relationship that also is exciting and meets you fully. And, you know, you have that deep calling in you and that's why you're here, you know, to be your authentic self and to be true to that calling. So, Today, something I want to dive into with you guys is something that took me a while to learn myself, but it's really important. And it's something that I talk to with clients a lot that are feminine women that really desire a high level masculine partner, right? So they want to be with someone in a healthy partnership, Right. It's built on a foundation of wholeness, of self-love, of aligned values and the life trajectories, right? But then there's also still that attraction and that excitement and that turn-on. And there is polarity where you are primarily this feminine energy, and they are primarily the masculine energy in the relationship. And you both like it that way, right? When a feminine woman is not primarily the feminine energy in her relationship, she will get really drained, right? She will be, because you're, it takes energy to be less of your authentic self, right? You have to like put all this energy into moving beyond your authentic wiring. And when we're not with a masculine partner that we feel we can be in our feminine wiring with, right? Because we don't trust them, because we don't feel safe, That's just not going to (laughs) work. It's not going to work for you. So something I get asked about a lot from my clients who are dating or are in an established relationship dynamic where, you know, they feel like overall their partner is primarily a masculine energy um, and they are primarily feminine in the relationship, or at least they desire to be, right? And this is an important thing. Um, for women, typically, right? And obviously, you know, something that, um, if you're not new to the subject, you know, that masculine and feminine energetics aren't necessarily related to, like, fully related to, like, sex and gender, right? Um, but a lot of the times, that the clients that I work with are women who, you know, want to be, like, mostly the feminine, right? And so, like, um, in a relationship, and it doesn't mean that they don't have, like, a really capable, um, masculine energy inside of them in relationships and in life, but in a relationship, you want to like you want to be with someone who supports the, you being soft, right? Like you don't want to feel like you have to just <sighs> handle everything. Like, and you know, maybe you even want to be a mother and have children with this with this person, right? And like, as a result, like you want to be in this like nurturing energy that feels more feminine in nature for you. And it's kind of hard to be appreciated in that and like be in this like vulnerable protective state when you don't feel like you're with a partner that like has your back, right? Like something that I think about, right? When I think of like a pregnant woman and my twin sister is pregnant right now, right? There's a level of like vulnerability in that, right? Like, and that's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, just because someone's pregnant doesn't mean that they're like helpless and that they're not a fierce badass, like mama bear energy, right? But there's like a level of like natural vulnerability in, in being pregnant. I feel you know, like you can you you're literally like creating a whole nother life <laughs> in your body, and like that takes a lot of energy. And you know, you are you've got this big belly. It's kind of a lot <laughs> right to carry around um my sister tells me about it daily (laughs) and you know like it takes two to tango right it takes two to create a baby okay I mean you know usually in in the traditional way that it happens but you know when like a woman is like taking on that role right like don't you want to feel like you're with someone who like you could just be this like pregnant like kind of vulnerable goddess you know and you're with like a partner a masculine who's like gonna fucking get you some food when you're hungry you know and you've like had a full day of work and you're still creating a life and like if you're out walking together on a little stroll outside don't you want to feel like your partner is going to protect you right and make sure that you're not Walking on the side of the the street with traffic, (laughs) right? Like, and I know that that's like a more probably a more obvious example. Like, well, yeah, you know. Like, I feel like when society sees a pregnant woman, they're like, oh, yeah, let me get the door for you, you know, or like whatever. But you just deserve that too. Like, you deserve to be, you know, protected and like like taken care of. You know, not because you need it, not because you're not capable, not because you're not whole on your own, right? But because you're freaking worthy of it, right? You get to be with a, prov- like, with a provider, with a protector, like if that's what you want, right? And that can look like different things for different people, right? But, you know, you can be the feminine role in a relationship if that's what you want, right? So something that I want to talk about today is what it really takes, one element of what it really takes to attract a protective, like masculine partner that can like, take control, that can take charge, right? And that's a very attractive quality um, for a feminine woman when they see a masculine man truly embodying it, right? Makes them feel safe, makes them feel soft, makes them feel like, yeah, like this is like, this is a, like a man that like, it's going to have my back that like makes me feel safe. Right. And like the thing is, you know, I have been talking about codependency for years and years and years. Right. And a lot of the times when women are afraid to receive or they have a past history with being codependent and like losing themselves in relationships and like giving their power away, right, where they feel like kind of lost in a connection, right? Like they feel so attached to someone and how someone makes them feel and like the support that someone brings to their life that they feel like if they were to lose it, they wouldn't be okay. Right. And and don't get me wrong, I think a level of like attachment investment in a relationship is completely healthy, right? But a lot of the times, like it takes women a while and people a while to figure out that you can have a sense of sovereignty inside of yourself and also like still be with someone who adds to your happiness and adds to your sense of safety and like love and joy in, in life, right? Day to day. And the thing is, is a lot of the times women tend to be like one extreme or the other, like before they kind of get into this more integrated place around their feminine energy where they're either kind of dependent and like codependent and disempowered and like kind of needy. Right. And like they feel kind of helpless and like they need saving. Right. And so they will find themselves maybe temporarily like receiving some support from masculines. Right. And, and, having their life get a bit better a bit more stable but then right because that's not the most sustainable way to attract the most quality masculines. you will find that it's short-lived and then once that relationship falls apart and falls away back to the chaos we go (laughs) back to the lack of stability back to the feelings of abandonment, back to the emptiness, back to the lack of, you know, fulfillment and stability inside of yourself, right? And something that I find um, on an energetic level in relationships is when women feel really powerless, they tend to happen to align with people. And the the reality about this is we all attract these kinds of people, but some of us have certain boundaries that filter them out. (laughs) But there are certain people that I find that codependent women tend to find themselves partnering with or dating or letting into their lives more are these types that are a bit controlling and domineering and or emotional avoidance, right? So there is an element where when we don't have that wholeness within ourselves and that discernment and that intentionality, which in itself is a masculine energy, which does not mean male, (laughs) right? But when we don't have that online within ourselves, right, we will lose ourselves. We will enmesh ourselves, right? And either just kind of fall completely into a masculine's vision, right? Because a masculine energy provides such a core frame and a vision for the relationship. I find a lot of the times, and like the feminine gets to use like her discernment to see if that's like an alignment for her. I find that to be true again and again and again, Um, you know, because we, we take them in, right? And, or, so the enmeshment, like the losing yourself in that in them, right The codependency, the loss of sense of self, the disempowerment, right? The feeling kind of helpless. And from this place, there is such a lack of discernment and oftentimes a masculine who might be like dominant in nature, right? Like they're not necessarily um, feminine and passive in nature, but they're dominant, but also, bit harmful and potentially narcissistic in their dominant energy. And it ends up being harmful to the codependent feminine, right? And the codependent feminine is just more available to these kinds of people because the discernment and the boundaries and the intentionality are lacking right and again like when we talk about like oh like attracting certain kinds of partners right like i truly have come to learn that we all kind of attract like a bit of a lot of things usually but it's just certain kinds of embodiments end up matching with them more right like the codependent the the empathetic person the empath right with the narc narcissistic person right because the lack of boundaries <laughs> the lack of intention the lack of discernment right so you can be with someone really masculine but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're healthy right like a healthy masculine like a healthy masculine is going to use that like dominant nature to add to your well-being to add to the feminine right not break down the feminine not gaslight the feminine not manipulate and harm the feminine right um So what I will say, there's another side to this where another form of wounded feminine is the inability to be in the feminine energy, (laughs) right? Where we tend to lean into our masculine energy of taking charge, of being dominant, right? Of taking the lead. When we don't effing want to, when we really actually don't want to be doing that, right? We just feel like we have to, right? Like where we kind of get into this like, mothering energy this control freak energy it's almost it's the it's the same energy of being a backseat driver right like if you have this energy in a relationship where you literally feel like you are backseat driving a man as a feminine woman that is not the vibe right and we want to really look at this right because there is something to be said about a masculine not being trustable right and when i say trustable I mean, competent, capable, someone that you can lean on, someone that can take the lead, someone that honestly, you'd be like, oh my God, I would totally have babies with you and like feel safe and feel like I have a frickin' partner and um, that's going to like contribute and add to the, add to my life and, you know, add value to my life. And a lot of the times, women in general tend to struggle with this because they don't feel safe or they don't feel worthy being in the feminine energy when they crave to be, right? There's this sense, this feeling of if I lean back, if I give up control, if I don't handle it, then it's not going to get done well, or I won't be okay, or I feel uncomfortable receiving. Sound familiar? (laughs) And a lot of the times, this can go back to like earlier childhood wounds where There was a lack of masculine presence in your life where you didn't feel a sense of protection. You didn't feel a sense of where you could be the one to just like relax, especially if you had um, really deficient parents or caregivers and you felt like you kind of had to grow up really fast um, and handle a lot before you should have had to. Maybe you kind of felt like a parent to your parents. Right. There's probably some stuff there. (laughs) Right that contributed to this feeling where you tend to just feel comfortable being in that role, even though being in that role doesn't make you the most fulfilled. It's not your most authentic self. It doesn't feel the best, and it's not what you ultimately want, right? But yet, you find yourself in those kinds of dynamics again and again and again because of the people you find yourself choosing, because of the energy that you bring to the table in relationships that co-creates a dynamic with another person that matches your energy. And if you were different, right, you would either create a different dynamic with this person, or you would choose different people that were able to match your energy in a new way. Right. And so that's something I find a lot because some of my clients are single and dating. And some of my clients are in relationships. And it's honestly the same work when it comes to creating a feminine masculine dynamic and a lot of the times not always not always don't get me wrong but a lot of the times when you change you can create a new dynamic with the same person thing that we really have to embody in order to attract this energy from a masculine the protector the person that takes the lead that takes charge which is so effing hot and it is the best feeling as a feminine woman, I speak from experience. My partner is very like healthy masculine energy and it is so freaking nice to have in my life. But I'm gonna use a little common example here. When it comes to feeling comfortable leaning back, right? Or reestablishing a new dynamic with a partner or when you're in the beginning stages of dating someone and you really want to set the tone early on, that i'm the feminine okay (laughs) i'm the feminine you're the masculine right and and you know there's honestly a lot that i can say about this and there's a lot like so there's just so much i could say about that to be honest but so much of it is found in knowing that you're always safe you're always whole you're always okay you're always worthy and the thing is when a codependent woman that doesn't feel capable that's hard like that's that's kind of hard for her to feel right that's something that you have to create within your relationship to yourself like you have to do certain things to build self-trust to build self-integrity to really flex that masculine energy of intention like knowing that you can count on yourself knowing that you're going to show up when it's hard knowing that you can handle problem solving knowing that you know when to reach out for support right so on and so forth but something i find to be true for women who lean too much into the masculine from this wounded place and it's not what they actually want to be doing it's more of an emotional charge that comes up because in reality if a man doesn't plan the date when you don't take charge around doing it or If your partner dresses your kids for school that day and God forbid they put mismatching socks on your kid on accident, (laughs) right? It brings up this like intense emotional charge, right? Of just disappointment, of feeling unsafe, of feeling like you can't trust men, you can't count on men, right? And in reality, everything is effing okay. Right. But it is just unaddressed past trauma, unaddressed stories, unaddressed wounding towards the masculine, right? That we have to address. And I've been both of these, by the way, and I had to work through these, both of these things at one point in my life. And I've worked through, I've helped many, many women work through these exact patterns, whether single and dating or in relationships. And so what I will say is that when you are able to really, ground back into the fact that I'm whole, I'm safe, I'm worthy, no matter what. And I deserve to be supported. I deserve to receive. And there's a lot of incredible men out there that want to use their masculine energy to not control me or dominate me or harm me, but they want to use it to protect me and support me and provide for me. And that's the masculine instinct. And I so 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 deserve to receive that as a woman and i truly am okay if they don't show up for me perfectly right because oftentimes that emotional charge where we feel like i'm not gonna be okay i'm not gonna be okay it's not gonna be okay right that really does come from our inner child where we had a masculine caregiver or just caregivers in general parents father figure that we couldn't count on, right? And we were, as a child, you are dependent on your caregivers. You are reliant on a, like on a biological level, we crave connection and consistency from our caregivers because we need that to survive. And the reality is so many of us didn't get that, me included, right? And so there are effects that that has on us, you know, that unless we confront them, they will drive us unconsciously in our relationships and in our lives, right? and hold us back from the true kind of love and connection and lives that we can truly have and are capable of having, right? And so that might've happened to you when you were younger. That might've been true for you when you were younger. It was true for me too, but now you're an adult. Now you're a big girl. Now you pay your own bills or whatever your situation is. Now you are capable of navigating the world of taking care of yourself of getting in your car and driving to the grocery store or, you know, whatever it is. And if that's not your reality, you're capable of making that your reality because you're an adult and you have everything in front of you to be, do, and have, and within you, whatever it is that you want to be, do, and have, whatever it is that you feel called to be, do, and have. And the thing is about this is as you start to show up softer and differently and you leave room to receive, you will be amazed at how masculine beings start to show up differently for you. The masculine beings that were already in your life, or maybe you'll start attracting some different ones. But either way, you have a different experience. And so when we have this healthy masculine energy within ourselves online, this intentionality, this discipline, this ability to feel, um, you know, just secure and capable and whole within ourselves on our own right we actually become more feminine if that's our innate wiring then how this plays out when we start dating someone is we allow ourselves to be feminine and soft around them but we also build trust with the masculine i will give you an example because i shared this with a client literally today and that example was so i live in chicago in the city Me and my boyfriend do a lot of walking in busy areas. And, you know, when I first started, when I first came to the area and and would go out walking with him, I, I have this like self-aware savvy part of me, right? I'm a woman in the world. We all have this awareness of our surroundings of you know if someone's walking a little too close to us we're, we're we're aware of it even if we act like we're not aware we see you in our peripheral vision maybe we've got a freaking pink stun gun you know like whatever and we ultimately make smart choices and unfortunately this is this is just unfortunate that we even have to think this way but we do where we choose to maybe not go out alone in certain places at night Without, you know, the buddy system, we're not going to set our drinks down by ourselves and not pay attention. We're not going to just, whatever. Like we make certain choices that are of our own benefit. And even then we will still do our best. And sometimes things happen, unfortunately. But overall, we have this sense inside of ourselves of like, you know, ultimately I'm a capable woman. I'm going to make smart choices. I have my own back. I'm not going to put myself in a bad situation. And I, and I trust myself. I trust my judgment. And so I have that within me, of course. And I have that when it comes to like, when I first started walking, like around in the city with, because um, it's very walkable. A lot of parts of Chicago are. And with my boyfriend, I have that, right? I have that masculine instinct online where i'm gonna look both ways when crossing the street i'm going to be aware of my surroundings to a certain extent obviously as much as i can and so on and so forth but what i found really early on was because i have that within myself i trust myself i'm not gonna you know and i want to be the feminine and so i'm where i leave room for the protector energy that's not me (laughs) Um, don't get me wrong. I can whoop some ass if I had to, but I don't want to have to, you know, I would rather not like, I would rather be with someone who would like, you know, definitely be first in line to like, just have that protective instinct. Right. And so with that said, I still trust myself as much as I can to not be in a weird situation. But when me and my boyfriend first started like walking together around, um, there would be certain things that I didn't even think of. Right. And he would just be so quick to like pull me into different sides of him. You know, when we would like, t- you know, he would just be like, Oh, we're going to this place. Like we'll walk there. It's like, you know, it's not this far. It's not too far. Cause we both really love walking. And, um, and he would just, you know, plan it. And like, we would just start walking. And I just didn't even know like which way we were going. And, you know, he would just walk and hold my hand and pull me to where I needed to be pulled to. And so he would just like kind of pass me around to different sides of him when we would like cross the street and have to turn to always make sure I wasn't on the side of, of the cars, of the traffic, right? Um, he was always like really vigilantly, like to hyper vigilant levels, <laughs> looking around our surroundings and I could tell and, you know, making sure that. We were looking both ways and crossing the street like all the things right and as my fellow people with childhood trauma (laughs) well they'll relate to this comment that i'm about to say so you know when you grow up in a household where you had to where you learn to walk on eggshells right you will have this psychic level of perception of your environment that you're capable of right you will be you could basically join the CIA, right? Like, you can spot things in a room and, like, certain things on people's faces and, like, their tone shift because you you learned how to do that in your childhood because you had to because you had an abusive parent or, you know, someone who's really moody and unpredictable and you learned to, got, to get really good at reading people to, you know, I'm going to throw a Taylor Swift reference in here, a mirror ball, right? I'll be... <laughs> Every version of, of you tonight, or whatever, right? Like, you got really good at learning how to read people and like what they would want from you for safety and connection, right? And so, there's a level of hypervigilance that comes with that where you're just able to, and, and you don't want to live in a state of hypervigilance. You don't, it's not healthy. It's very stressful. But because when you're in a state of hypervigilance, you're kind of just waiting for something bad to happen, <laughs> right? But there is a level of deep, awareness that comes with someone who had to be hypervigilant right and i and i have that within me i have that i can be i'm incredibly aware and perceptive even when people don't think i am and honestly my boyfriend is the same (laughs) um if not more and he has that within him he has this just this really powerful sense of like competence that honestly, like I would just trust him with my life again and again and again, like any problem that I needed solving, if it was on his desk, like I would just sleep so well at night, right? Like, it's just, I just have so much trust and like respect for him and how he handles himself, his life, um, you know, his ambition, his goals, his just, you know, people and relationships. And also the way he handles situations and scenarios and conflict as a man and so, to go back to the example of walking around, like, uh, in Chicago together, right, I I just, like, I I noticed how much he truly was paying attention to where he would notice things that I didn't even notice. And I was like, oh, shit, like, and I really am good at noticing things. So, <laughs> so like, it was, I had my masculine online, and it wasn't from this place of testing or... Whatever it was a, from a place of building trust, right? And so he just repeatedly showed me, and in many ways more than just you know being out walking together. But this is just one example for you. That's easy. Um, he showed me that wow, like in his presence, because of how good he is on this, and how consistent he is, and how in in the way that he moves me from different sides of the street and looks around and. Never like puts me in a weird situation or whatever. I don't feel like I have to pay attention, you know, and, it, and it's become a bit of a joke where I don't look both ways when crossing the street where I'm with him, right? And things like that. And so I have found a big correlation between feminine women, like when it comes to building a masculine feminine dynamic early on and also changing it, right? You have to have a healthy relationship to your masculine energy within yourself. And just like when I cross the street with my boyfriend, there has been, because I know his masculine is so solid, it makes me feel like I can be more feminine. It makes me feel like I can be softer, right? But I also, that's an, that is an external mirror to my internal masculine and feminine energies. I have discipline. I have intentionality. I have awareness. I have discernment. I have boundaries, right? And I have that within me. So much so that I can feel comfortable being feminine with someone that I don't have, a, like an established, safe masculine energy with, right? Because I know that as soon as they were to reveal themselves as someone who's not trustable, right? Whether they were just leaned more passive and feminine, or whether they were just an untrustable, untrustable, like domineering, controlling, toxic narcissistic type of masculine, I trust myself to set boundaries. I trust myself to release that person or do whatever it is that I need to do. I trust myself to be able to handle that. I truly do, right? And there is a caveat to this. It's this and. Things aren't always black and white, right? The same way that a feminine woman will sometimes have the temptation to not be perfectly like in her feminine energy all the time, right? And we'll make a mistake and maybe like be, not be vulnerable around something right away, or maybe uh, not communicate and express what she feels, or maybe she gets a little bossy and controlling to her partner in a way that's like kind of rude for a second, right? The same way that we shouldn't expect a 100% across the board perfection from ourselves the same is true for the expectation that we place on a masculine and don't get me wrong there are limits to this right like if a masculine man is constantly pretty consistently being emasculated by his his partner and he wants a feminine woman that's that there's a hard line in there right and vice versa right if you are feeling like the person that you're with is constantly dropping the ball and like constantly putting you in these situations where you don't feel safe, you don't feel comfortable, you don't feel like they're on they're on the ball, right? Then you have to be honest with yourself about what your hard lines are. What is a realistic hard line for you? And my rule of thumb is this. We can only expect truly a match to our energy. And if we get more than that, let's fucking that's rock and roll right there. (laughs) to our shit. Hell yeah. (laughs) You know, and a lot of the times, like in certain ways we will, you know, be further ahead in certain things than our partner and add to their life in that way and vice versa. But you have to decide like what it is that matters to you and that you value and that feels important to you. Right. And so at the end of the day, there are going to be times where maybe your masculine partner makes a mistake and lets you down and, there's a miscommunication and you feel like you're put in a weird situation or maybe you say something that's a little like whatever abrasive or uh, domineering or controlling to them and again like you both get to decide what your hard lines are but what I will say regardless of that you just have to bring the energy to the table that you want to be met at and as a feminine woman You are fully, fully, fully entitled to your boundaries and to your standards. And if they're not perfectly met at one time, be aware of what comes up in you around that. Do you want to get emasculating? Do you want to write this person off? Is there a part of you that wants to jump in and take control? Because, in my experience, and this is something that I feel in my body because I had to work on it myself. But in my experience, when we are truly like really at this place of like overall mastery with our feminine and our, we're just really clicked into our innate wiring and we've just gotten into the groove of it and really practiced with it and really kind of reconditioned ourselves to be more in our authentic feminine because, you know, it can take time because maybe for a long time you were living in in an emasculation energy, a wounded feminine, a you know, controlling kind of place or a codependent place, right? And so, but once you kind of get to that place where you're just like in your groove and you're in it, I find that we will hold to our boundaries and our standards, but it's more of like an internal thing. And then we express what we feel, right? We don't tell someone what what, what to do. We don't take control, but we let them know how, what they have done or what they're doing makes us feel. Because a masculine being that has a protective instinct that wants to be a protector, a provider, which you know looks different from person to person, relationship to relationship, they're going to listen to how you feel and they're gonna do something with it, especially when they, when they like you, when they love you, and when they give a shit, <laughs> right? And so from there, as a feminine woman, you can express what you feel and knowing that you're always okay, but always also, you still have your limits and you still have your lines around what's going to work for you and what's not going to. And if someone can't or doesn't want to meet you at that level, that's okay. That's okay. They're not They're not a bad person. They're not a piece of shit. They're not a terrible man, right? And if you have those feelings start to come up, you probably got some wounding stuff. Sp- stuff going on with some masculine people probably from childhood in my experience or past partners right and if they can't match your energy if they can't meet you where you how you want to be met to the level that you want to be met that's okay right move on move on move on with, like wish them the best they're not for you that's okay move on I hope this was helpful and if you're listening to this and it just really helped you out and you just got some really juicy good good golden nuggets out of it I would love to know feel free to message me on Facebook or Instagram and it would mean the world to me if you left or like a positive review for this podcast um because that just encourages me to keep going and I mean I'm gonna be going in the world let's be honest but <laughs> it means a lot um to receive that feedback so much um you know for like the time and the expression that I'm sharing with you guys. And it also like just boosts some things and algorithm things and all the things. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so anyways, I also wanted to let you guys know that I officially opened up two spots in my private coaching program, the Fierce Feminine Feminine woman in love and i'm so freaking excited because i have not opened up the doors in my private coaching and gosh i don't i honestly don't remember the last time i opened them up to the public it's been a while um because i have just had such incredible women jump in behind the scenes and some of my clients continue because they love working with me which is just such a freaking honor but in the fierce feminine uh, woman in love this program It's really for the woman who really feels called to higher level support, intimate support with me in particular. But you also have that privacy and that really intimate, detailed feedback and support that's really personalized to you and your life where like, I'm gonna get to know all the things, your dating history, your childhood, your desires, your goals, and really be able to just really intimately in a customized way, support you in attracting in and creating the relationship that you want and also be there for you along the way and love on you and like point out any blind spots along this journey. And, you know, that's just like the magic that we can do in a one-on-one container. But this is also for the woman who, Really, like, yes, yeah, she wants to live. Like, she she really feels in her heart that part of her purpose in this life is to really have the full potential love, right? That's healthy, but also not just healthy and boring and, like, you know, oh, I got into a relationship and we got married and cool, right? But, like, someone that you know you didn't settle for, right? And no offense to anybody, but, like, where... It's a relationship that you feel fully met in. You're with a partner that truly excites you, that lights you up, that inspires you, that really feels like your fucking soulmate. That's what you're here for. That's what you're here for. And you're also here um, to not only give that to yourself because you freaking deserve it and you also deserve support. So there's that. But also you feel called to break generational curses and do love differently in the world. and do the inner work that comes alongside this journey, right? Deepening your self love, embodying the feminine, healing these deeper down relationship wounds and triggers, right? Because this isn't therapy, although there is some overlap um, in, in my style with therapy, but this is really having someone in your corner to really have the inner transformation and get the external results as well in your dating life, right? Um, and that inner work really transforms your whole fricking life, although it benefits your relationships, of course, and your love life. Heck yeah. But it also just benefits your relationship to yourself, your peace, your happiness, your confidence, and how that translates in and, you know, learning better ways to communicate and more effective ways to set boundaries, right? And, and all those things that what that does to your family relationships, your friendships, your career, your income, it is just freaking magnificent. So If you feel called to one of these spots um this program is a six-month program this is not this is not just like a quick fix little dinky thing this is for someone who's really serious and committed and and wants this kind of support in their corner with me um in this program we do nearly weekly one-on-one sessions together you get boxer support with me nearly daily where you can ask me questions um you know keep me updated be support as you're implementing and where I'm just going to be holding space for you and like, you know, sharing random thoughts and notes for you here and there. I do that for my private clients a lot. Um, and as a private client, you also get access to all of my fricking digital programs, which is thousands and thousands of dollars worth of content and material that you get lifetime access to. Um, this is a five figure investment. Um, I will leave a link in the description where you can go check it out. If you are interested in working together one-on-one and, claiming one of these one-on-one spots. Um, In order to qualify, you have to apply. So what you can do for that is either um, shoot me a DM or private message on either Instagram or Facebook. Um, You can also email me if you're on my email list, Um, but I will go ahead and leave a link to where you can um, go to like the full information page, um, see everything that's included, just soak in the vibes a bit more, see past client testimonial experiences. Um, and there will be a link where you can book a 30 minute consultation call. And on this call, what we're going to do is I'm going to like kind of interview you and see what's going on and, and, just really make sure that you are a good fit for this. Um, because that is of service to both of us. And so, and if you are, um, we will get your enrollment process, And your intake process happening from there, which is very exciting. We can get started so soon. So I'll leave that link in the description. Reach out to me if you have any questions, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye!